What up guys? Welcome to Kevin's Pod, an informative, inspiring and fairly funny podcast. <laughs> no, really, I I I kind of take jokes seriously. Uh, get it? Like we are jokes you cannot take. <laughs> okay, no. Um, cue music, man. It is 7 a.m. on a chilly Monday morning. <laughs> And I know it is the due date episode of Aku Drop Leo, but this is me trying to do some last minute uh, rushes, which you will know why in a minute. But uh, hoping you're having a beautiful morning, afternoon or night. I'd like to welcome you to Kevin's pod and um, appreciate you because now we are on episode eight because of you. The feedback that I received, the love, the listening ins the listen ins that i that i get on my podcast is really inspiring and you know just goes on to show and tell me that i am on doing the right thing at the right time in the right space and in the right manner <laughs> i just quoted a, a primary school teacher <laughs> even though like one on yeah every single time but um yeah so welcome and uh i'd like to promise you a beautiful show lined up ahead for you so take a seat lean back or rather lean forward and you're gonna say this is how you start a week my guys this is how you start a week with psych huh? your the week just goes on smoothly and with promise eh? but anyway like i said this episode success is due to you and episode eight was massive we were talking about bullying uh sorry for that we we're talking about bullying featuring malika the queen herself and um big shout out to you malika for coming on and uh sharing a story that's really vulnerable and puts you on a really you know vulnerable state and uh it's a really personal story but the beautiful thing about it all is that people resonate with it it's uh pe- people relate with it and the feedback i mean i have so many friends that i feel like i almost know nothing about because they come forth and they're like damn i love this episode because i really relate to this lady and it's so weird because sometimes we think these are things that happened while we were so young and right now we are adults or young adults growing up and they kind of don't affect us but the thing is Trauma, trauma is real and these are things that will always replay and will shape you know shape how you grow you know in terms of social relation in terms of spiritual relation and even psychologically you find that sometimes uh when you're stepped on in matters life you're stepped on or sat on you you're like i mean this is life this is how i've always grown up knowing that uh, my peers will always kind of do this and have their way all the time and so it it's 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 a broad topic that um I thank Malika for coming on and 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 you know being on the spotlight and uh speaking up on behalf of everyone else and sharing a story that many people resonate and know that they're not alone and it's something that can be really uh taken care of uh and speaking about podcast and uh stories I came up with a with a blog that's called with an aim. My first article is actually about bullying and I'd really love if you went on and checked it out. I'll have a link on my uh, social pe- my social media pages and if you want to listen to it you can just text I mean rather read it. You can just um text me and I'll send you a link. And uh why I came up with with an aim is uh that's the name is because I want to uh write articles and um tell stories 
about real life events just like podcast is just that it will be in written form and uh you know using the issues that always arise in our country every single day and kind of related to our everyday experiences it doesn't matter matters corruption you have to narrow it down from where it all starts even in school look at your environment how does you know corruption go go on about in in your surrounding and so that's the that's the that's the aim uh but i'm looking on to start a youtube channel soon with a friend of mine <laughs> you know her but i will not mention her but we're looking on to start a youtube channel that is just a fun space for us to have fun and tone it down a little <laughs> it's actually i'd say this this channel will be like what we do uh off camera as friends like sometimes we just meet to just uh, steam off and um, just talk and so we're going to be putting it on tape and try create content and try to bring in guys to have fun with us and everything so stay tuned for that we have everything in place we're just trying to seek a location <laughs> a nice beautiful location where we can or a nice chill location kama ukona ukona nini kama ukona ukona some recommendations kindly inbox me and we'll see how to go about that but again uh talking about my week has been amazing uh but i have to start with my weekend my weekend was long my guys i had assignments when i just say we are headed to the cats and so my assignments in akujamo kwa wingi kwa wingi and one thing i learned in this weekend is that um journalism is not easy is uh, now i do media in school and so we had this class project whereby we had to interview a small scale business owner on crisis management plan if you don't know what that is google but <laughs> on various crises that people go through and uh now the challenging part was getting this business owner small scale business ni mingi tao but kupata mtu mwenye he's willing to come forth and say ah ni kwanza tuna record awazi ulikonaenda kwa store you look at before you even start guys look at you with that eye of where any suspect and i do not believe you you know <laughs> and it's so sad we went to the level of actually even removing our student ids like <laughs> <laughs> we were desperate but i was thinking damn this what journalists go through like you get somewhere there's a newsworthy kind of story but you cannot get guys to come forth and just be on camera so it for a split, split second i rethought of my decisions to to move on with my media journey but then again i always love a challenge and it was fun eventually we got a guy and like i said it's a challenge that teaches you a lot we learned how to uh, collaborate <laughs> and we got a guy so big up to uh, the friend i'll just name them as a friend akiskizei atajijua but um yeah it was it was it was amazing but like i said my week was amazing i had a fun week uh, last week i'm talking about last week it was amazing uh it was great uh classes went smooth but the highest moment of the week was when i learned that i would be i will be uh, a presenter on uh, ku radio now ku radio is a school radio that uh, I've been trying to get on since I joined campus but i didn't apparently now my portfolio is big enough or my cv is impressive enough <laughs> so i went for an interview and uh I, i i learned that i would be a presenter there so big up to k radio for picking the best <laughs> you know what i'm saying but the 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 main 
the main point of this is that I learned that uh, I missed the NRG gig. But then again, I got this one. Now, K-Radio, as many might argue, is not as prestigious as Energy Radio. But that's okay because I'm looking at the space where I'm at, I'm, I'm, I'm at a learning institution. So the main aim of K-Radio is to, you know, build guys and expose guys and learning, a lot of learning and a lot of engagement, which is a beautiful space for me to gain the experience and exposure that I need to be able to land a job in the real-life job market. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like um, I'm really fortunate to have that opportunity at such a young age or at such an early stage of my uh, education journey, which is beautiful. It just goes on to manifest that saying that delay is not denial. So in whatever you do, always believe it. If you miss chances, me, this is what I've been learning from this whole experience. If you miss chances, it's easy. But if you're destined to a certain path, it doesn't matter how you'll get it. It might be in a low-key way, like getting a, getting into a school radio, but eventually you will get there. So always be patient, always believe in you, and um, be you. But something interesting happened this weekend that I have to tell you, by the way. So there's this um, lady, uh, now she's a friend of mine, but there's this lady we met, uh, or rather, we joined campus together in first year. And I remember seeing her while doing her registration. And... Uh, Again, I realized during the same course, right before I transfer, I transferred to media, but we were doing the same course for a while, and she wasn't. We were in the same class. Now we used to have these weird stares. You know, you know those people that you are in the same surrounding with, so you you only interact by eye contact, yeah, and you see them so very often. Unatembea tu mahali, unenda maybe to the library. You see them. You are in the same library. Uh, floor maybe second floor and you see them you it, as in you see them so very often is that is it's like they are your friends in a way yeah but we have never talked in campus so this weekend i was coming from a, an acting class in national theater and along my avenue i see her but i could not exactly point out where i've seen her before but i knew this face is familiar so she sees me and she looks at me in the same way so <laughs> What happens is that we stop and we actually, hi, and, and we're like, where have I seen you before? You, you look so familiar. Have we ever interacted before? And you're like, yeah, have, have we? And then it hits us. Boom. <laughs> this is that eye contact friend. And it was so funny because at that point, to li- to li- we just believed who you need. This is the universe trying to tell us. There is a connection here. You guys should be friends and just go forth with this. <laughs> and I'm sure once I go back to school, I mean, she'll be the first person I look for so that we can uh, interact uh, on a much personal level than the eye contact. <laughs> but anyway, that was just a funny story that I thought I'd share with you guys. Uh, but anyway, like I said, my week has been good. Something else I've been trying to do or something that I've been trying to do rather is um, getting into the media industry. I've been trying to reduce my blathering. So now someone told me that I blather a lot. And this is something I used to do when, when I started podcasting. You, you talk rapidly and fast without make, making much sense. So I'm trying to calm down, is it? Take a deep breath and communicate. <laughs> 
which gives you better quality. Um, you know, you interact more with your audience. And, um, you know, that's just a personal development thing. So, But it's episode eight. We have a guest, of course. I make sure I source out stories for you guys so that you can listen in. You can engage and realize that in life, no matter what you're going through, you are not alone. And so this time, I brought in one of my beautiful friends. This is actually one of the few guests that I've really pushed or have almost begged to be in my, in my podcast. Not because they are special or... Yes, there's, this one is special. That one I just had. This guest is special to me. But that's not the main... The main, the main thing is that uh, she is um, someone who is... Uh, in my own opinion, I think is really wise for her, for her age. Now, she's talkative, and sometimes she'll talk about weird, random, stupid stuff, but sometimes you listen to her very carefully, and you're like, damn, this is next-level wisdom or knowledge. And many a times I've referenced or referred to her in my podcast, my friend told me this. Most likely it's her because uh, she's that she's that she's that good but um she's a special person to me very close to my heart and uh they're those kind of friends you do anything for and so i we had a sit down and um she she had no idea what she wanted to come and talk about but immediately we pressed record the lady started talking and this is what she had so without much further ado it is time for kevin's guest Hi, so I'm Naki. Okay, you probably know that by now, but yeah. So I'm Naki. Well, the other ones, my other name, Lean. But most people go like you too. Lean is such a name for a calm person, which I'm not. So uh, Naki, Naki will do. I am a child in a family of four. I am the second born with my eldest brother, with my older brother actually, being older than me by like nine years, which like, Wait, what? <laughs> nine years. Your brother, miss. How old is your brother? He's nine years older nine than years. me. Nine years. I'm older than my brother by 17 years. Okay. <laughs> but no, that's... that's but, yeah. but there's, there's like your, your younger like brother the in the middle. Yes. For me, nah. Nine years. What's up, girl? Into the world after nine years. So yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, my brother's like the business kind of people. So it's because it was really interesting growing up in a family where, of course, the basic brother thing of being bullied for the remote and stuff like that. My brother was so mean, he used to sit on my head. <laughs> like, I think, I think I have like, my, my, the upper side of my head is like thinner than the lower because I think my, 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 my temples is in my careers. <laughs> it's, it's in my head, like my, my, my head has like gone inwards. So it's like, oh, in my head. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, but basically he he he'd been like the perfect kid for my parents. Of course, there's like the whole trouble of being a boy, but he'd been like the perfect child for my parents. And then came me, <laughs> I was like the black sheep. What? Basically, coming from a family where they've had to struggle to get to the place where they're at, get them to other place, get them to a place where they they pressure you to be better than they are. And kind of at some point in time, you get to blind them from actually seeing who you are as a child. Like they don't get to give you a chance to grow as a child. They already, they already have like predestined what you're meant to do, what you're supposed to be doing, the kind of a thing they want you to do, your kind of life you want to live. So basically, it's just like uh, you end up, they end up molding you into a certain person 
without finding out what your true element is. So yeah. with my brother being the perfect business kind of a person, working in the bank like my mom, and then my dad so was like, yeah, it's my turn to get a mix, like, you know, get a kid made after me too. <laughs> What's up? Uh, being an artistic child that I am, I'm doing film, so basically, that's not even like, that's not, it's just like in my character, I'm just like, I'm a bubbly person, I pour out. And that, my parents always told me at some point in time, well, look, when I was just like, to give family meetings, Ay. they stopped talking, they're like, hi, bus to entertain, and then I won't stop talking. Like, sometimes they go like, they think it's gonna be like a psychological threat, and then you like, shut up as a kid, huh? Who am I? Not that I'm dumb, I'm just like, extremely active and happy about it. So I was just like, huh, what's up? Yes, I can love you, mom. And then I'd not stop talking to them, like, I asked, I so basically, all my family knew me as a little radio. And uh, so others had seen me headed towards law school, basically, because I think it's like, uh, it's like a thing. <laughs> that if you're a talkative child, you're gonna end up being a lawyer and argue in the court, like, objection, you want. But basically, I guess the Lord had already made a certain path for me that definitely wasn't law. <laughs> so I went to primary school. I think primary school was fun up to the point where you're in drama and suddenly your teachers just do not like you anymore. <laughs> it's like, you're suddenly a criminal. Yeah. It's just like, uh, yeah, you're not in class for festivals, you're not in class for preps. Some random time, Akiwash, Akiwa, this one was like the saddest story ever. So in class eight, we decided to do drama. And uh, our drama patrons were fine with it because there was just five of us. Yeah. And then our, our, our math department did not like it whatsoever. So when we joined drama, there was a day we had rehearsal and we had night classes. We used to have class for an hour between 7 and 8, 30, around that time. So we, we drop, would drop off our spoons in class and then run for rehearsal. So I walked into class. I was lucky because I was in a different class from the rest. So I walk into class and then I leave and then I get to practice and there's no one there. Of course, as a senior, you get worried because you're like, there's a problem if I'm the only person who's here. The other three, were in one class and then there was one who was in a different class so he walks in after me he's like where are the rest i'm like i thought you knew where the rest were mm -hmm. so we began to panic because we know they're in one class and they have the same math teacher yeah. so we all decided to run back to the block where the class eight were only to find them kneeling in front of the class and, the teacher, and then like so we tried to walk into the class and then the whole class is like because you couldn't say massive he was like eh? <laughs> so uh, we ran from class and just like, whoops, eh, we were running away, we looking for an escape. We went and called our, our nini, our drama patron, to come at now, rescue, in quotes, rescue the others. And then he came and then he was just like, eh, 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 so basically, just like grown into that mentality where being an artistic child is a waste of your time. So basically, it's just continuing to suppress who you are. But, you know, according to society, it's fine because as Africans, we've, from the colonial times, we've all come to a mentality where you're meant to work. You are meant to sit down and work in an office and there's, there's a certain landscape that has been set for you to, to explore. There's, there's a certain way you're meant, there's a certain way you're meant to survey through life. So basically, class uh, it was actually really dramatic. After that, that was just like so much trouble. My teacher, my math teacher used to come to class and hate me for no apparent reason just because I was a drama, I was like, I was in drama. And then it's just like, uh, okay, yeah, 
Whoa. Anyway, moving forward, I went to high school. I think you, you're already motivated. You're like, I'm coming to a big school. I gotta, I have to, I have to read. I have to learn because it's like all the big minds in Kenya and this like all the, all the big brains have been put in one place and it's like, you're among them. So you gotta, you know, you just have to. It's automatic. You know, I'm really struggling not to say the school because it's like pouring out. <laughs> so you're already brought into school with this key mentality of it's work and work and work. You have no other choice. And it became pressure. And then among the first statements I hear, it's never that serious. Wait, pardon. What? Yeah. No, wait, repeat. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Rewind and repeat. It's never that serious. I was <laughs> so confused. I was just like, um, interesting. But I thought this is the place where we used to say all A's all the time. Whoa. Yeah. Like from from one through for, for all A's all the time. Like the mean for the school when we were in Form 4 was, I think, 11 plus. That's an A minus for every student. To the point where you, you, like you, 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 you're being bred into standing out as a, as a personality. You know, that was like the first post that you see as you enter the administration block, all A's all the time. And it's like this mean of 10.8 when we're in Form 1. It's like pressure, pressure, kusoma. And then you hear that it's never that serious. I decided to enjoy life in high school, so I, I got into like a lot of okay, not not like not like at high school drama. Ati oh, ati aki this girl, aki OMG, ati eh, what's your name? Ati nani nani? Ati nani nani? Ati nani kina nani? Mefanyo yivi. Wow, yeah, there was a lot of that happening, but I was more like um excited to find out who I am. So I decided to take the path and actually do it. So. I, I uh, got into into poetry in form one second time. That was. I found a place to like, express myself, to enjoy being loud and uh, at a place where everyone's character just, you know, you're comfortable with being yourself because nobody's just like, why are, you, why are you being that? In my high school, we had this katabia ya kusalimia na kila mahali. Like, atakama ni mekua na wewe kwa house. If I bump into you seven minutes later on a completely different side of the school, I will still say hi. Not atini mekumis. It's just out of courtesy. It's just force of habit. I'd feel weird if to keep it and then we have this weird moment. Just like, as you walk fast and I walk fast and then all of a sudden it's like, oh my goodness, that was so weird. No, thank you. So basically, I just, you got into the place where you're comfortable with people from Form 1, from 2, from 3. Form 4 is not exactly allowed to do much of festivals, but the ones who, you know, you also have friends around. It was, it was so welcoming. And then second, second, second year. <laughs> from 2, you get into, I got into drama and scouting, and it became such an active person. To the point, I even forgot the books exist. It was so funny, like, in that school, but the grades that you're getting, eh, an empty debe. <laughs> <laughs> Such an empty debit. Like I was engaged in so much, I didn't fall asleep in class. Yeah. Like 
be so exhausted and then you know guys are like up on the pinya kila mtu akona advice kukupatia they're just like at eh you know you can try this you can like unaweza kukifua nini 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 cuz you're like why are you tired i'm like um i had rehearsal too late into the night and then i i had to wake up early to do my own laundry like you know you don't have to struggle and everyone has to say they were supposed to live your life but i'm just like eh it's never that serious <laughs> from two from three and then now my parents kind of began it, it wasn't exactly easy either way cuz there's like the pressure of there's like a whole point where i feel free cuz i'm i'm finding a completely different environment and then i came back to my parents house and i'm reminded that uh, books is everything mm-hmm. by the way i think the kind of environment of growing up in as a child was where you you've passed amo you've passed umepita umepita like you have no choice you just have to pass not need to you have to pass like you don't have an option so that kind of took up a lot of of my being where my mind was still so much grounded to books and stuff like that so eventually after i finally got to release myself and feel to be a different person enjoy a new environment completely different characters getting to be people from wherever in the country and just getting to learn that it's never that serious wow damn that was exciting so it's just like my grades down way down it's just like i felt badly so that's from two by the time we were beginning from three from two third term i had like i think it was an e like an e as a no. mean grade form two and you're in some damn big high school yeah, yeah. so it's just like hey, you have an e and then you get home and your parents are like what's the problem they're so concerned about it and i'm just like um okay i know i'm i'm fine and then now that is when they decide to go like ni hizi drama zako your story of course we all kind of the narrative from all our dramatic friends so from three kind of became a little bit more of a pressing moment to the point where i actually got to now becoming the chair lady for poetry club i'm still doing drama i i also joined the house committee I don't know what I was doing but I just knew I was so busy. <laughs> I was so damn busy. And then eventually it's uh from three just like comes to a place where I just like okay we have to read so now you you have to now come back to the struggle of I'm now beginning to again balance between being myself and being a booksmith and kind of bringing the two personalities together to be one person because you've been bred in one direction and you've discovered yourself in another and you're expected to still explore and still express both of them at the same time but one's supposed to be high which is definitely the book perspective so eventually i from 3 from 4 amen i think I, by the time i was done with form 4 it was just like whoo damn guys damn yeah it's done And then I was just like lord whatever the great I get that one is completely you because I think that was the one time I learned to be completely dependent on god for everything including my own character growth to the place where I'm not just losing myself in enjoying being a new person but I'm actually properly being molded into being the person he's created me to be so after form 4 I passed relatively and then now began the discussion the one that brought the house down i think this is why i started living whoa, 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 whoa. Hey? so my parents are like so what are you going to be doing law and i'm just like ah. <laughs> so guys we took a ground in difference <laughs> i want to pursue film 
Okay. <laughs> Pardon? Like, yeah, um, I would like to pursue film. And for six months, we fought with my parents. Mm-hmm. And we fought so damn much. So now I'm back to having to balance being who my parents want me to be and who I want to be. And being from a place where your parents have been from a struggling background, definitely they want you to go in a certain direction and wouldn't let go of it easy. So it took a lot of tears, a lot of fights, a lot of disagreements, a lot of conversations with my friends and my mentors and a lot of praying and just like a lot of time on your knees asking God, Lord, what's happening? Because it doesn't make sense. It's like, this is where you want me to be, but clearly it's like no one else sees that this is where I'm supposed to be. Eventually they agreed like Shingo Pande. But it had taken a lot to finally get to be able to get to that point. So we're like, all right, cool. Um, we started doing, so I, I, joined, I joined KU to do film. And it was actually really, it was really fun. So now there's like, there's a whole new freedom. I thought high school was freedom. Woo! Till I got to KU. <laughs> wow, there was so much freedom. And then it's at the point where I have just gotten into this new relationship and it was going so well. And I have this amazing person who I thought was like the best person ever, the most perfect being. Like, I adored the dude, like with everything. Any, I just sit down in the morning in class and just like, I have class starting at 8 a.m. And then they could text me in the morning, go like, hey babe, so I hope you'll have a lovely day at school. I'll talk to you later when I'm out of class. I knew that I'm a complete extrovert. I'm actually choleric, sang- I'm actually sanguine choleric with my sanguine being quite high. Mm-hmm. And then... <laughs> <laughs> It's the four personality traits, being choleric, melancholic, sanguine, and phlegmatic. So the choleric and the sanguine are the extroverts, and then the phlegmatics and the melancholics are introverts. And then cholerics are like the, the leaders, the uptight kind of outgoing kind of people. They're extroverted, but they are focused in the direction. They are work-oriented. They're not people-oriented. Then sanguines are people who are they're, they're socially oriented. They are extroverts. They they find joy and precision in just being themselves, in being noticed, and just being there, being the life of the party, being the house, just being, being not the house, <laughs> the life in the house, just like being completely everything. So I'm, I'm sanguine choleric, which is like, I'm like an extroverted extrovert. That's what I, that's as far as I knew that I'm an extroverted extrovert, that I, I don't exactly care about the relationship with my parents because you know, it's my life, I'm living. Because yeah. now after all that argument for quite a while, it came to a place where I really don't care about it anymore. Which really, really, it was putting a lot of hard pressure and, and stress on me, but I just like, you can like we can gear. Eventually, adding up to the point where I want to do film, I want to be a filmmaker, and then there's just like, a complete flip to it where I still feel like I'm an irresponsible person. I feel like I'm still a child and I feel like I have so much to live for and so much to work towards. So there's, that's the muzzy kind of definition I have for myself. So this is me just right after joining school and I, I'm finally excited because you know, doing film, I have the perfect course, I have the perfect boyfriend and then as as at some time on the 2nd of October, we broke up. And I think that was the one time when everything broke down. Like, 
you know the way you unaweza unaweza kuona una fit vitu kwa like a, a jar and then you finally place the colostrum on top and then you try to place the lid and then you fungal then like the lid is even thrown off and everything comes out so that's basically what was happening in my life so we broke up and i can admit it was my fault that i i call 100% responsibility on it was my fault but i think at that point in time he was completely my anchor he was everything i had including he was my best friend he was completely everything so when i lost that i lost myself i became a careless person like i stopped caring about stuff for a whole five months that's true october november december january february i stopped caring about anything like completely everything i i'd 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 come to school i really wouldn't care if i'm learning or not i just know i'd be in class i'd i think i'd i'd flirt with every other guy that i could cause you know i'd feel like you know i'm pretty and you guys kind of need to owe up to that fact so you know yeah uh, excuse and uh i'd 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 go home i'd i'd go home late not at any matter kama hali important maybe i just decided to keep up with people who don't even want to talk to me like they they are there with me just because it looks nice to have a pretty girl around but they're not my friends like we don't even relate on the same level i've grown up in a church okay no i'm not saying i'm not saying well exactly i'm just like i've been brought up in a christian family and all my friends are christians and that's the environment i'm i'm, I'm in So by the time I'm getting this place I'm not caring and then this diff- this people will have like a completely different perspective of everything we don't exactly agree completely at the same point and I was just like I stopped caring for like whole five months my mom would be like why are you coming home late I'm like I had a project I had a group discussion we had a play at give all sorts of crazy and abnormal reasons my best friend though my best friend was always like what's happening and I'd always give them the part of the story that they went to hear that you know it's nothing much it's just school me and mama fighting you know that kind of a thing but I'd never give them the actual reason of what was happening and then in around december i began to like realize who i'm actually what i'm actually doing like it actually began to dawn on me that you can't run forever which i was doing <laughs> i'm kalenjin so you know me but <laughs> I thought I'd like out and run it but uh, I'm guessing life always had a way of catching up with me and the Lord was just like you can't run you have to face what's happening in your life. So I think we went for a camp with some kids and then of course you know you had I had to, like put up two faces so I had to be like I had to be this careless chicken school like I didn't care about what you're telling me this I was this completely different person and then you no know, like being in the band in church and singing along and like being the one teens are coming to when they need advice and you have to put up this holy face like you know yes the lord loves you the grace of the lord is upon you and just like this completely different person so I got to go to camp with that and I think that's when I sat down and I started journaling I finally got a time to just sit down by myself in the breeze of the wind clear my head and it's just calm and quiet around me and I got to a chance where I could actually journal down and I realized I had really missed my mom like I had really missed my mom so much I had missed my friends I had missed my person I had I had missed so much of what I had been built of course I I I remember the part where it had been a struggle 
because my whole identity had been molded into a completely different person from who I was. And I can, I can honestly say that it's been, it had been quite a struggle since I had to now learn to love who I really was and the place I'd kind of grown up in and to understand why my parents brought me up in such a way. And I had to realize the damage I'm doing to myself because, I mean, it was, it was pretty much. So I think at that point in time, even the suicidal thoughts began to subside kidogo kidogo. And then we came back to school and then now also a bit of the pressure from my parents going like, are you really sure you want to do this course? Kind of caused me to slowly begin relapsing one, one day at a time. So I used to, I used to, I live in Kasarani, so I used to tell myself that, you know, as I'm coming to school, because I, I used to come from home, I'd, I'd be okay, if, no one would mind if I just like jumped off the bridge and just like a car bus, just like near, near Kenya. Whew swept me away, like, who, who would, who would, like, who would it really affect? That was, that was quite the solution for me. I used to think that, you know, maybe, I don't know, what if I just die? It's, 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 it's really, it's really, really it's, it sounds like such a solid way out. Like, I relieve the world of a burden of one more person. I relieve my parents of the burden of having to think. I used to tell myself that, my parents don't even take me to their own child because I am so off from what they molded me to be that they don't, I am not their child as they want me to be. So I don't deserve to be in their family anymore. So I was just like, they'd be relieved of having to think about the way they have this rebellious child who doesn't want to be part of the family as they want me to be. And I used to think about the way my best friend would have to stop struggling with the thought of what's Naki doing right now, what's happening in Naki's life, who's this guy, what's this one happening, like what's this, what's that. I'd even relieve the world of being that fake Christian that I'd put my face up to be. And eventually, I think with, with the beginning of the new semester in January, the moment we began having these struggles, my mom kidogo kidogo, because you know you have projects and some schoolwork to do, and you still have to come home to your mother. I was my mother's household because my dad works in Kuala and comes over the weekend. My sisters are in in high school and primary school, and then my brother moved out like quite a while back, <laughs> nine years. <laughs> and that was the that was I had so much work in my hands, so I I slowly relapse back and be like, I mean, what if I just relieve this world of the burden? And then I met this amazing friend of mine that I call my fresh, excuse me world. Y'all have not met Kevin the way I have met Kevin. <laughs> and that's when I began to realize that there are people who, at first I began to define my life as, there are people who are worth living for. And that was my mom, my best friend, and that was you. And as well now, also beginning to close in on my, my, my girls, Kina, Tiffany, and know the world around me. And also beginning to realize who I really was. So I even got back to properly reconnecting with God because I realized I had gone off and sinned. Now the way they go like, I follow your heart. Damn, man's heart is wicked above everything. Damn, we're wicked. And I had completely gone astray. At some point in time, I even took a while away from being up on this stage. I used to just go to church and just get a chance to listen and to worship and to reflect on just being myself again. I was, I think the one thing that caused me to come back to who I am now, to come back to where I was before it all broke down and to even become further where I am is the fact that 
I was reminded of what my faith tells me every single time. It's not by might, it's not by power. In fact, the Bible says that no one understands, not, not a single one, no one knows how you feel. So when someone goes like, I feel you, they don't. They can only imagine. The only person who knows exactly what you're going through is God. So yeah, I know probably there's like, if you see like just like, okay, yeah, yeah, next, <laughs> probably, but it's a truth that people need to hear. You have to agree that that was a beautiful, beautiful story of, you know, self-identity. And um, to be honest, everyone of us, like Naki said, everyone of us has struggled with this and has gone through it. And um, for me personally, I have in literally same from primary high school and now campus and um it's 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 beautiful because you get to refer to that every time you feel like you're lost and and you know realize that umetokambali sana to waste yourself and uh to kind of like let loose so everyone who's struggling with identity it's it's a matter of time before you realize that um things will get better and like naki said get someone get something rather or someone to who's worth living for who will give you a reason every day to wake up and and you know say you know what life might be tough but i'm watching my mom every day and i want to do beautiful things for her once i'm done with school and i'm going to push on i have a little brother who i love waking up every morning to see their smile i have a beautiful friend i have this career that i want to pursue and it's worth waking up every early morning to do it so think about it that way and life only gets better and due to that i love to leave you guys with a quote not a joke this time a quote next time it's a quote joke but this time let me give you a beautiful quote that i came across on social media and it goes like love yourself because that's who you will be spending the rest of your life with now that's really powerful if you think about it because uh, it's something that's very obvious but you never think about it and so when you think deep hard then you realize damn then it's true till next time guys that's all we have for this episode if you liked it be sure to share it with that kabesh day of yours but if you don't you can just as well keep it as your little secret just make sure that you're here for the next episode <laughs>